You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country. Odyssey.com, as well as the Odyssey app. All right, tomorrow, Sixers taking on the Miami Heat at 7.30. We have 30 minutes to get to that one tomorrow because, of course, our show starts at 7, ends at 11. The spread is three and a half. The total two oh nine and a half minus one sixty five to back the heat plus one forty for the 76ers who are now going on the road. They're going going to Miami. Amy, what are you Abenito, doing Ami, Ami. in this game? Trista, how are you going to approach this? If you don't have an official play, how are you just looking to bet this thing? I'm wondering, first and foremost, how is Eric Spolster going to change his rotations up? I'm hearing some news about Kyle Lowry being quote unquote questionable. Mm-hmm. I think that that's basically Kyle Lowry getting his uh, patootie benched. I think that's pretty much where we're at on this. Well, he's uh, been questionable the last few games, though. Yeah, he is. I yeah. think he should stay questionable. I think he should just... <laughs> he sucks. I think he there should, should be, be no answer for Kyle Lowry. I think he should be in street clothes. I think that's one element. Duncan Robinson is a snipe shooter to the point where I feel he should be out there more. I think uh, Eric Spolstra, he put Duncan Robinson in 26 minutes last game. He played only one minute before that. That adjustment has already happened. Less Kyle Lowry, more Duncan Robinson, less Max Strews, more Gabe Vincent. So I'm going to go ahead and look to play maybe a uh, couple of player props. If Kyle Lowry does play, I will play his under points total. I'm looking at maybe Miami um, minus 165 on the money line. No official play, but Miami is really tough at home. They haven't seen Philly with Embiid, but man, it really does. Something stuck in my throat. Hold on. It's all good. It's all good, T-Cricks. Got you. I'll um, hold you down. It does feel like uh, both of these teams' home field, home court advantage is really something significant. Yeah, I would have to agree. This game is going to be hard uh, to handicap yeah. because I do know that um, Embiid just changes everything on both yeah, ends does. of the floor, even if he's hampered, um, which he is, or closer to full strength, which you're assuming he will be with, you know, already had played a game uh, returning from the orbital orbitable fracture as well as uh, the finger that's having uh, ligament problems or whatever is going on with his finger, a torn ligament in his finger, I believe. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just, I, I, I would have to agree with uh, Coach Young. I think Philly, this is Philly series. I, I don't see how, you know, you pay a ton of money for a star point guard like Kyle Lowry to be like a deciding factor in this game. And the truth is you don't have him. And it's really up to Jimmy Butler. And if we're depending on Jimmy Butler, 40 p- Point games and Max Struess, Gabe Vincent, PJ Tucker threes, and pretty much a bam out of violence. MIA. I don't know if I could put that on top of, you know, whatever you think of James Harden, but paired beside Joel Embiid and guys who are good role players or not even role players, a guy like uh, Maxi who's been phenomenal. If anything, if you're going to give me three and a half with Philly, I'm going to have to take it. I, I think I'm going to take it. Uh, no official play. Maybe something in the first half even, uh, but one and a half still, I would want more. I would probably lean Philly in this matchup to to keep it within three and a half. But, I mean, Embiid's just so good. I mean, and he didn't even, even have his best game last game. It wasn't, you know, anything crazy, especially from a scoring output standpoint. What, he had 18 points last mm-hmm. game, and I think he had a double-double with rebounds. But, I mean, just his presence, he's a different basketball player i mean that that team is a different team with him on the floor even 
we saw James Harden, who was guarded really well by Miami to the point where people are like, yeah, this this relationship is over between Harden and Embiid, and you know they're gonna they're not gonna he's not a max contract player, which you can still feel those those types of things. But I think if you're Daryl Morey and you're looking at this situation, it's I want to see what this can be full strength. And when you have a game like you had last game, barring it came a came against a Heat team that had an injured Kyle Lowry, that kind of gives you some motivation. So Harden's a different player when Embiid's out there. I I think I'm gonna take the three and a half with the 76ers. I really do. I don't know if really? I believe in Miami. I just I, 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 don't, I don't and they don't have a star. They don't have a guy that can just carry you. Yeah, Miami needs to get a bucket getter, and that could be Jimmy Butler. And I mean, sometimes they, it's not Jimmy. They Butler. need Bam to step up too, mm-hmm. but it's hard when Bam went from going up against DeAndre Jordan and Paul Reed to Joel Embiid. Like it's a, a clear difference. I believe uh, there was a stat that came out that uh, DeAndre Jordan, when he started, was like. He was a minus 22, mm-hmm. and then Embiid was like a plus 9 or something like that. Like, it's, a, it's such a drastic difference in both of those guys in that position, obviously. But Bam going up against some scrubs and going up against Embiid, it's just it's different. So I'm, I lean Philly in that spot. You lean the over or the under 209.5? I'd probably take the over 209.5. It feels yeah. a little low, but also Miami. I mean, you're going to assume that Miami shoots better. You shoot better at home. Oh. Your role players play better at home. I think we get a better point output from Embiid. I think we get about 23, 24 points at least from James Harden. I think he's in the 20s. I think Maxi can get you 30. Let me but see he what might James be in the Harden's 20s point too. prop is. Let's so, see if it's up. I'll probably take the over. It's 20 and a half. Let's go. I'm in. Harden? I'm in on the over there. I'm in. I might look I'm at his in. PRA too though. Mm-hmm. Might have to lean that. Uh, what about this one? Dallas taking on the Suns. The spread is five and a half in favor of Phoenix. The total 213 and a half. What you got? If anything, and we to can always me, do this on the other side of the break. Yeah, to me, time. it feels like Suns just because Phoenix has been so good at home. Uh, their role players, obviously, just absolutely shooting lights out. Their perimeter defense on one, and I think this is a bounce back game for Chris Paul too. He had yeah. a horrible game last game. Two in bad Dallas. games. Two bad games. Yeah, mm-hmm. he fouled out last game. They still were. I think they got within four points mm-hmm. late, but it just wasn't enough. Dallas, I, I might. Five and a half seems like a lot because Dallas is playing really good basketball. Jalen Brunson's come back a little bit as well. Um, I don't believe in their role players as much. Like, I've seen enough Davies Bertans to know that's that might happen again, but eight times out of ten, he stinks. So I think that goes back to being true. And also, I think what everyone has said uh, is true about how to defend Dallas. Phoenix is spending a lot of time trying to stop Luka, which I think is kind of like the, the culture and the character of that team is we're going to shut down the best player and be a complete defensive team. But I think right now... You can't ignore the fact that you can't stop Luca right now, no, and you I, can't. I think what you should do is let Luca get just his and not help off defensively, nope. especially in a high pick and roll. I'm staying. I'm just staying on the shooters because that's all they're going to do. And they've gone extremely small. They take Powell out yep. of the five position. They put in Kleber, who can stretch the floor as well. So it's always a five out approach. Luca at fifty. Who cares? Luka, yeah, Luca can have all the points. He can score every point for Dallas. If I'm Phoenix, I do not care because I think uh, defensively Dallas can't stop them. Aiden has to get going too. Aiden mm-hmm. wants what a hundred mil for a hundred mil or something like that. Yep, might He's, be his next team too. I said to somebody on Mad Dog Radio on Sunday, they said, "What does Dallas need? What's the piece that would really make sense?" And I said, "You know, nobody's really talking about it, but if Phoenix doesn't want to give him a max deal, 
DeAndre Ayton could play a lot closer to MB than people think, and that would really help. You Dallas. think he can play closer to MB than people think? I mean, not like as physical as Embiid in terms of his size, but he likes to face forward. He likes to put the ball on the ground. He's just not utilized in that role by Phoenix. I think they really want him to just be like one of those guys who sets screens and rolls to the hoop. Yeah, they're going to need more from him tomorrow. Yeah. I know that for a fact. I don't know how I feel about Aiden just yet. I like him, but I don't know if I believe he's like the that one. next tier of centers when you look at Jokic and Embiid and centers like that. Carl Anthony Towns. And Bam. I'm actually down on Bam as well. 